and we're here to broaden the narrative out a little bit. We do. In a, in a relatable way. As much as we possibly can do, yes. Uh, it's quite a controversial topic, so yeah. brace yourself, people. We have discussed this before. We have. Uh, in a different way. I have an opinion on this. Yeah, go on. The opinion is send it back to. Send it back. Deb's some Didcar! Uh, she's here now. Is, is this going to be a run, running thing theme now? Yeah, it's just, that's why I just start, start the episode. It, it's, it's a little bit like name Tourette's, isn't it? Mm. Just come out with it. Yeah. Um, who, who was that voice to begin this podcast? Yeah, I'm Stuart the Wildman Mabber, I'm one of the co hosts of this charade, and uh, my job is doing this podcast and making nature part of people's daily life in the hope that they all want to protect it. And this podcast, uh, the People's Countryside Environmental Debate podcast, is is designed to connect people with the same interests and worries, you know, and, and we, we hope we're doing that. Who's the co-host? I'm William Mankler. Thanks very much for being with us. I, I always say what I do. I photograph with a drone, with a camera. I'm behind a microphone like I am now, right now, doing a podcast, and I'm often in front of a live audience. Um, I'm hoping to be able to do a lot more music in the new mm. year. That's really what I would like to do. I've got songs. I've written songs, Stuart, and I need to play, perform them in front of people so they can heckle me. Uh, I'd like to point out mm. that you, right now, can back this podcast for the the price of a cup of coffee um, uh, via Patreon. Um, what is Patreon, Stuart? Patreon is a website, an online platform, where you subscribe either on a one-off basis or on a monthly basis, and you get some behind-the-scenes uh, material that uh, nobody else sees. Uh, and there's one video on there where we talk about setting up and winding down after podcast recording. So that would be useful for people who are looking to maybe do this and or, or want an insight into what we do. And that is particularly for uh, the Earth he- Earth Hero uh, level, of, level of backer. Earth Hero gives you behind-the-scenes mm. stuff. And if you but also you can be a Beyond Stereotypes backer as well, and you would also get access to that as well. Yeah. And also have your own exclusive material as behind this behind. Uh, beyond stereotypes backer in this podcast we we answer listener questions that are sent in and we try and come up with actions to address some of the issues that are discussed and if it's not about the countryside uh, we try and bring it back to to the environment in some way and i'm pointing out that the countryside means different things to to different people in different parts of the world some people they call it the outback and it's brown and dusty Whereas in the UK, the countryside we consider is green. And anyway, I try and keep the big issues in your consciousness and and we're here to broaden the narrative out a little bit. We in, do. In a, in a relatable way. As much as we possibly can do, yes. Debs from Didcart. Debs from Didcart. Yeah, thanks, Debs. You, you're back again with another question. We appreciate every single question you send in to us. And Debs' question, shall I go straight into it? Yep. Da, 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 da. And I don't know, I have to do a fanfare. That was the worst fanfare I've ever heard in my life, yeah. William. Um, Deb's question is, uh, it's quite a controversial topic, so yeah. brace yourself, people. There's lots of talk that artefacts in British museums gained through colonialism centuries ago should be relocated back in the countries of origin. The downside with that is leaving them where they are means more people will see them. Returning them home could mean less people see them. What do you think? We have discussed this before. We have. Uh, in a different way. I have an opinion on this. Yeah, go on. The opinion is send it back to send it back uh, because, um, in, you know, this whole idea of, well, if we have it in these museums, people, more people will see them. Not really. The, well, a lot of people will see it, but it won't be the people who actually it actually means something to. It won't resonate. 
Oh, it's it won't just resonate. An object. It's just an object, yes. Um, uh, British Museum is a good example. There was a museum in Oxford called the Pitt Rivers. I'm not going to be down on them at all, but my experience of Pitt Rivers Museum was um, I walked in, there's lots of cabinets of stuff, and they have labels on them that have no relevance at all. They're just, this is a thing from here, from this time, and that's it. There's no relevance, there's no story behind that at all. So you don't really learn anything. Mm. And also the other side of things as well is that a lot of people who actually really do need to see, the people who actually really need to see these artefacts that actually mean something to them culturally, deeply culturally as well, can't get to that museum in mm. the first place yeah. because it's, it's in a different country. Is and they, it, can't, it, they can't afford to fly to, to, to the British Museum. Is it collecting gone mad? Yeah, exactly. it is, yes. And uh, there is also, there's also uh, strong colonial links to this as well uh, and sort of, you know, looking at uh, basically plundering. Mm. Looting, well, absolutely, and uh, I you know there were some photographs. Sorry to interrupt you, but there's yeah. photographs from I think it was from in Nigeria, where uh, the, the, Brit, the Brits were there, and they literally had taken photographs of it, and it was written at the bottom it saying loot, mm. and the next photograph said more loot. So they just yeah. basically looted these places. Oh, absolutely, and it still goes on now. Anyway, yes. I saw on the television this morning old Charlie, uh, King Charles. Yes, um, the, he he he's in Kenya. I, I think at the moment, and uh, doing a tour, or, 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 or having talks with them, uh, and uh, the the UK gave, gave Kenya. I think Kenya became independent in the early sixties, and the UK gave them not at that time, but subsequently, about twenty million pounds as an apology for what it did, because you know there there, there was uh, in relatively modern history when. Um, we ran that country, Kenya. Um, there was a rebellion, and uh, the UK government, um, uh, what do you call it? Suppressed? Uh, no. Um, capital punishment. Yes. Uh, killed uh, over 100 prisoners. Yes. Um, yes. And it was one of the biggest, one of the final big capital punishment um, processes that happened. Anyway, and that's still remembered. And, uh, and that was in the reign of the Queen Elizabeth II, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe. And um, Prince Charles, or not Prince Charles, King Charles is 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 apologised, but not formally, because obviously that admits admits guilt of colonial times. But yes. I was thinking the other day, it that, admits um, responsibility, doesn't it? Yeah, I was thinking the when I saw that, not the other day when I saw that. When does um, accepting and apologising for colonial links uh, can can that end? Mm. Um, and and my, my thought was never, because it happens. It has a consequence and a resonance now with how certain people live. Yes. And even if we all accepted our past, that is our past. It's not us. It's our past, our collective past. Even if we accepted that. The impacts of those decisions are still being made on the some some countries. So I I don't think uh, not necessarily constantly apologising for colonial uh, times, but we have to constantly acknowledge it forevermore. It has to be acknowledged. I, I was I was listening to a uh, separate podcast. Obviously, don't listen to this podcast too much. No, I, I wouldn't. Don't, I, I I don't know why I've said that. In that way, mm. uh, but <laughs> we just we haven't talked about this specific thing. But I was listening to a podcast which is created by BBC History, and they did a potted history of Jamaica and how Jamaica became what it is today, and um, it sort of summarised in a way that in in the 
this the industrial revolution in the uk was probably most likely funded by the slavery of uh, slave trade in or the slavery in jamaica where they grew sugar mm. from the sugar and it, yep. to there was it's basically to to grow sugar as i understand it you can't just have a little sugar you can't just have one little field of sugar it's just not it's just not um uh profitable uh, you've got to have a huge plantation. You've got to have a, it's massively huge, and to make even more money, to make as much money as you possibly can do, you you pay your um, you pay your the workers as little as possible. And the best way to pay your workers as little as possible is to not pay them at all and have yeah. them as slaves. Yeah. Um, and it's it was saying something along the lines that the, the, the slave the amount of slaves there were in in Jamaica actually were there was more slaves in Jamaica. Than there were in the south in, in the southern states of the United mm. States, so it, it just goes to show you how much that is actually is said that 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 funded the the the, the discoveries yeah. the indu- of the industrial revolution really. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I I think um, let's read the question again. There's lots of talk about artifacts in British museums going through colonial uh, cent- colonialism centuries ago should be relocated back to the countries of origin. Um, the downside is, le- uh, le- is, is that is le- leaving them where they are means more people will see them. Returning them home could mean less people see them. I, 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 like William said, I, I, I think just as many people will see them wherever they are. Um, I, I, there might be a slight distraction about relocating them back. They, I would say, these objects need to be presented in a new way, and I, not necessarily in a British museum, just something else. We need to reimagine what museums are. How, you know. Yes, I, so. I think just to, if anybody's listening to this and saying, oh no, we should definitely keep. This the, the the artifacts, and so people can see them. They should be in the British Museum. They should stay in these museums. They, Maybe they, they should be mobile. They shouldn't be returned. That's a good idea. Um, uh, can we put a link in this this episode? Yeah. Uh, um, James A. Coster is a stand-up comedian, a uh, very interesting stand-up comedian, and he did he did a Netflix special, I think, a few years ago, um, and he, he talks specifically about these artifacts being the British Museum. He does it in a very interesting and clever way. Um, it's well worth watching and it gives you a really good idea of exactly what this, having these artifacts means Mm. and what the whole idea of, you know, he kind of frames it around the idea of that, you know, that's your, that somebody has stolen something from you, Mm. you know, they've stolen it and not only have they stolen it from you, they've actually put it in a glass case in a, in, in public view and they put a label on it saying where it's that it's your your property, yeah. Um, so it's well worth seeing. See, just to, to have it's, it's about it's less than a four minute clip. Just have a look, have a watch of that, and it might it might just give you a, a different insight into into this into this whole discussion, this whole this whole question uh, question that's been sent in by Debs. An action I would give is um, no matter where you are in the world, listening to this, just think about how colonialism has uh, impacts your life the, your attitudes your the, your opportunities um so you might be from a colonial 
um, population. Mm. Um, so imagine, you know, what is the tendrils of colonial times on your life now? And imagine what the tendrils must be like, you know, the people who were impacted neg- negatively. And if you're somewhere in the world and you, 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 you've been impacted negatively, um, talk about it, explore it. Um, and talk to the colonial uh, descendants. Yes. Uh, We're all human beings. uh, Well, Stuart and I, we we are definitely colonial. mm. We're descended from colonialists, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Our life is here because of colonial uh, structures. Yes. Uh, Talk about it. Just keep the matter... What what camp you're in, just keep talking about this. Because uh, that's the thing. It needs... I was it needs reimagining, re-talking about, not talking about it in the same old way, but let's present, present it in all sorts of different ways. And the bottom line is we are all humans. Yeah. Uh, some of us have been impacted negatively, some of us have been impacted positively, but we mm. are all, all humans. And, we, and, you know, this is in the past. So right mm. from, from, I, I, I say that Stuart and I are descended from colonialists mm. or from, from the benefit of colonialism. However, us directly, we had no direct involvement in it. No. No, uh, so we're not. I'm not. I'm not washing. I'm not washing my hands of it. But I'm just saying that this is not. This is something that's been done in the past in my name yeah. in the past. If you see what I mean. So you can always frame it around that around that discussion as well. I, I, what I would say is just try to always try to avoid in any conversation an us and them attitude, mm. and actually try and get to a a, a, yeah. a, a conclusion. But you know. something we're going to be doing that's going to be making an impact is uh, in 2024. We're only going one. We're going once a week with this podcast. Yes. Moving from twice to once a week. We're going to be on Sundays as normal at 10 a.m. But it will be an extra long episode from now on for the time being. We're going to instead of doing uh, uh, one question on an episode on Sunday and another question on episode on a Tuesday, we're going to do two questions. Yes. On a Sunday, so we're moving to longer form. Well, yeah, and we, we always like to take you with us, and mm. we've been telling you, you know, we've been informing you every single episode up until that change, um, and probably we'll talk about it even after we, even mm. after, uh, even after as well, uh, just so we can bring you along with us. And the idea is, it, it, it should, it will free up time for Stuart and myself to mm. with, on other projects, and actually sometimes free up time to do. To have no, to do nothing as well, yeah. you know, because and it'll freshen often, up the content for the podcast. It will freshen up the podcast. It, 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 we will stick with this for 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 a decent amount of time because once we make a decision, we stick with mm. it. Uh, we're not going to chop and change. It, it, but it will evolve again. It will evolve again because if you look at if you look at the history of this podcast, uh, we originally started with it was um, once a fortnight uh, with a guest in the same room we all have brought a question to discuss that was part one the, then lockdown came listener questions came in I'm, I'm sort of making a bit of a potted history here but listener questions came in and we had nothing else to do when we were locked down so we were doing three episodes a week mm-hmm. um, and then that became down to two and we've been doing that for a certain amount of time we always have extra bonus content don't we Stuart yeah on top of that um, and now this is just another change it's just another evolution of this podcast and let's see what 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 lands <laughs>